it's star time with the star oddy rod. Disclaimer, the opinions and beliefs of me and my fellow guests are our own biased opinions and to not be taken to heart and to not be ridiculed. But please enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. Long little chief, they call me Mally Mal. And I'm right here rocking with my boy, the star, Roddy Rod. So if I'm rocking with a star, that means it's star time. And this is the podcast you listen to. Sit back, kick back, and get elevated. It's star time. And I'm your host, the star, Roddy Rod. And we are back for a second season of star time. And today... I want to just talk about my high school days, you know, it's going to be, you know, I'm going to talk about it as bluntly as I can, you know, talk as much as I can from memory. I've It's been 20 years since I started at this place, this place in Brooklyn, New York called Paul Robeson High School, where other people who went there otherwise know it as well. So... When I went there, as a ninth grader, I started at the Summer Bridge Program. It's like a summer program, you know, that um, you do a few activities, you get, you get to meet a couple of people. I think my class had like 17 or 18 people. It wasn't, it wasn't that big. So the Summer Bridge Program was probably like, you know, July to August. No, first week of August or something like that. And I don't think it counted towards anything. I think it was just like a little icebreaker, a little fun time to us to get to know people. So, did that. I went to the orientation for Paul Robeson. Paul Robeson is located in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, New York. For anybody who's listening, who's not familiar with the school. Um, yeah. So, I went there with my cousin... My older cousin had went there with me for the orientation and my bro, Eric, who was in junior high school and public school with me. So for a long time, he's basically been in the same school with me, whatnot. So we went to Paul Robeson and I was a little scared. Like this was a, this was a, this was a different experience for me because I had went into the school and nobody None of my family members was at the school, basically, at this time. I didn't have a neighbor. I didn't have nobody I knew. So I was basically walking into school, not knowing many people. I had a few people from my junior high school that had went there with me, probably about like 20 to 25. No. But I didn't see them in my particular classes. I've seen them maybe around the school or later down the line. I had classes with them. So in ninth grade year, you know, you had me walking around the school, very timid, very shy. Um, I had braces. <laughs> I had braces. Um, I had acne. I was skinny. I was like five seven. So I walk into the school, and I end up just getting intimidated by these tall 
extremely tall and buff guys that was going there. You know, it was really crazy, you know, throughout my freshman year because, you know, I wasn't really a person that was confrontational. So I didn't really know how to, like, I had to really learn how to do the, um, how to deal with, with them. I was going to school. I had, you know, I had, a few, I had my freshman classes. And I didn't like my freshman classes, basically. They had a lot of um, people that was in there. None of the people really that was in those classes, except for maybe one or two, were people that I met in the Summer Bridge program. These were all fresh people from my year, you know. So a lot of people, you know, they came and they kind of was friends. They kind of knew each other, me. I wanted to just do my work. I wanted to just be be good in the class. But, you know, I had, I had braces and I was very timid. I was shy. A lot of these guys would, you know, make fun of me. They would call me train tracks, um, brace face, nerd. So it was very difficult my first year of Robeson. You know, between all the all the seniors and all the, the upperclassmen, you know, trying to trying to bully me around or trying to make fun of me and the people in my class giving me a hard time. You know, when the substitute te- when we had substitute teachers, <laughs> Robeson was always crazy because not only was I dealing with the people that was in my class, their friends would come in the class and hang out people that they knew or whatever. So I would say that um, in my in my actual classes, you know, I have made I have seen a lot. I've seen this guy get bullied so bad he took one of the um to to pull the blinds to open the blinds and he was swinging at this guy. Oh my gosh, I tell you. I said, "Yo, I thought I had it bad." But this guy snapped right in my class. <laughs> and then I seen this other guy in one of my classes um, fight a teacher. And I knew the guy. I used to go to lunch with the guy. Like During the first year, I didn't even have gym class. I had um, regular classes like government, math, English, science, um, yeah, most of those classes, each time I had those classes, I had different people in those classes. So there's probably never really a constant. Maybe somebody I saw in the morning, I saw in the evening. So yeah, um my we had a we had a crew of people that we used to took the train because for me to get to my school I had to take um I used to I used to walk to my friend's house, Eric, in the mornings and take the train with him the L train to the to the C train and then walk walk down a few blocks to Robeson. So we had a crew of us that would walk in the morning to the school and walk in the night. You know, it was, so I got to know a lot of people through that way too. And then in the lunchroom, you know, I sat with some people that I met in my classes over time for, you know, it was it was really, you know, good that they let me sit at their table because you know as a freshman 
ain't know nobody. I didn't have a sibling in the school. I didn't have a cousin. Nobody went there. So, you know, it was just me, myself, and I. And my my friend Eric, he, he wasn't even, like, in my classes. I didn't see him. It was basically, like, with him, I would, see, I would go to school with him in the morning, and I wouldn't see him until I got out. So, 10th grade year came. And the 10th grade year, you know, started to meet some other people that was irritating. Like, I met this guy named Joe. He was definitely, <laughs> he was definitely, definitely had problems with me first, from the first time he met me, because he saw that I, I took his seat when he came in, in the class next to this baddie. And, you know, he just, he saw me in one class, but he, he, he found out from walking around the school where I was the whole day. So me and him just had so much problems. And then one day I just stood up to him and he kind of just left me Like there was a, cause I realized that he was just literally just was relentless. He just kept coming, coming, coming. He would come to my, he would come to my computer class. And the computer class, you know, in Robeson, a lot of people would just come in there and chill. One one student had the this was a this is an incident that happened. I was in my class, I went to the bathroom, and somebody went on my computer and turned on a porn site and played a video. And I definitely was innocent. I came back, the video was playing loud. They had the sound. So they had thought that I had put that video on before I left. <laughs> so they had tried to set me up in that class, man. I tell you. Um, for my 10th grade year, I also had gym. Now, the gym was just like an auditorium. Basically, we had, um, we had seats in the gym. And we had the gym floor with the basketball hoops and we had the stage. No. This is this is a weird this was weird for me to see a gym that had a stage and chairs in the middle and we brought the chairs out or we had um like bleachers. Like we had places that we could sit. And my tenth grade year was the first time I had gym, so when I went to the gym I ended up choosing to go to weight room. Now, weight room was difficult because I definitely didn't lift weights in my life. And somebody tried to drop a, the weights when you lift up on the stand and they put too much on it one day. And <laughs> good thing the gym teacher was there because I almost died. <laughs> so after that experience... I had met this guy in there. I think he was in um, an upper class, but he was a year, he was a grade older than me. And he had took me under his wing and showed me what to do. He did. He um, I can't remember his name at this point, but I remember he. I was with these guys for my year on the weights, and all of a sudden, he told me to come with him and let let me show how to, how to do the workouts. So I started working out with him instead and you know things started to get better. I started to like I started to 
to do as much as I can in the weight room with the curls and the, the weights and the all the machines that was there. We had a small weight room. So you, we had um, we had maybe about six machines or seven machines. So there was a lot of weight. I think weight room had up to 10 kids or 13 kids at that time. So, no, it's this guy who, who, who did the weights on me. I definitely had a problem with him too. Like, problems were just coming to me in Robeson. And this, in 10th grade year, it was basically different because I met a lot of people during gym. I met a lot of people during the lunchroom. And we had the lines going in the morning to get, we had metal detectors. So we had to get checked at the line. And, you know, I would meet people like very fast there. No, when when I was in 10th grade year, I definitely was not the best dressed person. Still had braces. No. <laughs> so the kids the kids would come in there looking fly with the course that um Gucci and Tim's and whatnot. And I tried my best to dress, but I wasn't I wasn't getting up to part with dressing. So they used to clown me for my braces. They used to clown me for the way I dressed. And man, man, oh man. By that time, I started to um, do bowling. I was on the bowling team for that year. Because, like, I remember I had got, I had did an after-school thing with the Children's Museum. I think during one time, the Children's Museum, I was only there on, like, a Friday or something. It was Friday, probably a Saturday. So I had a lot of time during the week. So I picked up on the bowling, and I did bowling team, but I didn't stick with it. I, I after the um, it was a lot of it was a lot of seniors that was leaving, that was graduating the school that year to do bowling. They was doing bowling that year. They was graduating, and it was they was basically trying to teach me how to do it. But no, I wasn't. I was a little fearful because I couldn't compete with these guys. These guys were good. These guys would strike. These guys were turkey. These guys would get spares. And for a long time, I was learning. But it took me a long time until after high school to really, really get good at bowling. So due to my, due to my confidence in bowling, I didn't go back to bowling team after that year. 10th grade year was only yeah, I went bowling. Um, so even in between, like I started to do a lot of things at Robeson during this time. I started to go to the writing center. I, I met Miss Siegel and Miss Kambali. You no, know, they were cool. And I started to like the crowd that was coming to the writing center. I, I realized you could do poetry, you could sing, you could rap. So they had. I think they had like Wednesdays, I think possibly. One of the days during the week, maybe it was Wednesday or Friday, they had like a little open open mic. And I would go. And during this time, I think I was lucky because there was a lot of R&B songs on the radio. You know, like Neil dropped the album, Chris Brown, Ray J with One Wish. 
Yeah, I think it was Fridays at the open mic. So the so I went in there and I started to like sing, you know, Ain't No Way, Yo, Mario, Let Me Love You, Neo So Sick. Once I started to sing So Sick, everybody in Robeson knew who the fuck I was. That was when I had a standing ovation and I met um, currently currently superstar Ashton and Angelica. So they were there that one time that I did that I was at the writing center. Like, they was always there. So, um, basically, I was doing all these things and I started to get started to get a little popular. Like, my luck in Robeson started to really change. Because like people in the young in the young grades, like two thousand the year after me, two thousand eight, they started to get to know who I was. They started to talk to me. I didn't know who they were because they were freshmen and I was a sophomore at the time. So, um I started to get invited to their tables at lunch. I started to get after a while I said screw the weight room, went to went to gym. Cause I had people to sit down with at gym. Gym started to turn out to be a place that I used to just sit down and hang out with people. Hang out with people. Um, I think my my bro in my class, he was trying to teach me how to how to play football. So um it was it was kinda it was it was turning around. So, you know, in the middle of the school year, I wanted to transfer out of out of Robeson for good. I was, I was upset. My parents definitely was looking to transfer me out, but it seems like I was going to go to like Transit Tech, you know, close to my house. But it seemed like the transfer didn't, didn't go through for some reason, or whatever, because they was going to send me there, or my sister's school in Harlem called FDA Academy. But I didn't, I didn't want to go all the way to Harlem, so you no. Know, I ended up meeting some people, you know, some I talk to to this day during my 10th grade year, you know, and then I saw my, my bros in the hallway. I started to see, I started to just meet a lot of people out of the blue because you will see people together all the time. So... Like the girls would, would would come in twos and threes, also the guys. So I wasn't just meeting one person at this point. I was meeting a gang of people. So after a while, I um started to feel good about coming to school. You know, my bro he he transferred, so it didn't matter to me because at that time I kind of already knew people that I would take the train with and come in the mornings with, I kind of had a a little crew of people that was that I already knew. So I kind of didn't... I kind of was okay without him. I think he was basically my training wheels because, you know, like I was telling you, I didn't have nobody when I went to the school. Like, I was basically... A, I was basically solo. I didn't have a sibling. I didn't have a cousin. I didn't have nobody, so... When 11th grade year came, I basically started to 
do more things around the school. I started to hang out at the library in the mornings. I started to, um, I seen my man Germs, aka RJB, in there. And I started to also get invited to come to the lunchroom for breakfast. Now, all this time, I never did Robeson in the mornings for breakfast because it took me like 25 minutes to get to Robeson. So it made no sense. And then I always ate before I came, but. No, I got invited. People were just telling me, yo, come to the, come come in the mornings and sit with us. I mean, <laughs> it was good for a time because they was talking, but after a while they started to talk about football and <laughs> boxing and stuff. And I wanted to talk about um T V shows. But it was good to listen. I throw in a little, I throw in a little music every now and then. You know, during this time, we had a lot of songs on the radio, a, little, a lot of pop songs. You know, I also see my dude sitting in the corner listening to a CD. So I used to just come, go over there and see what he had, explore new music. You know, by this time, I started to also find out about the Brooklyn College Room. And this guy, uh, the guy who was in charge of it, he was very friendly and very open. And the Brooklyn College Room was definitely <laughs> a fun place. Like during my lunch period, I used to alternate between the Brooklyn College Room and the lunch room. And my lunch period during, during this time was always hectic. It was like a show. <laughs> like, it was always fights. It was always something going on. You know, I used to, I used to get like, I used to go to the store and they used to sell like these, these soft baked cookies and this juice and the pretzels. And these cookies, oh my gosh, bro. These cookies were great. If I tell you these cookies weren't great, these cookies were great. So the lady got, so they got to the point where like, and I, I would get on the line and I will freaking be getting cookies for other people. And I'd be like, yo, yeah. And, and it's only because they knew me and they knew they was going to give me extra cookies and extra juice. So... Basically, by the time I got to 11th grade, one of my friends, aka Aaron Sands, was dating this girl in my class. So, by default, I had a class with her and I kept seeing him pick her up. So I'm like, you know, what up? I see you around, whatever. And then not putting two and two together that, you know, he's he was friends with Germs and then also met Mr. Mr. Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman in the hallways. So like during this time I was basically feeling myself. I felt like I was a little star because I knew a lot of people in school, you know. And then my teacher, my teacher, Miss Vassell, the, the Spanish teacher. She was like, oh, you a celebrity. 
I always see you giving people pounds. I always see you walking. I say, yeah, you think this is. <laughs> so, um, it felt good because um, I was taking classes with like people in the year above me and the year below me. So at this time, I just I just met a bunch of people. Like I be, I practically knew the whole school outside of people that was probably freshmen that year. And um, it got to the point where nobody was nobody outside of my classes would try to press me unless it was like a joke. Because everybody, everybody was cool with me. Everybody saw me as this cool, cool guy walking around. And when I came out to the school, my my braces came off. So I got a little bit more confident. And, you know, I started to dress better. This was basically my underdog coming up as a, coming up as a G, top. Like, I came up into a better person, you no. Know, people saw a different side of me once my eleventh grade year hit. You no. Know, started to started to go to the Brooklyn College room and then the Brooklyn College BCA Academy, which was outside of school in Brooklyn College. They had the activities there, a little after school and on Saturday. You no, know, it was fun. It was fun. I had to meet a lot of people there. Some people I still talk to to this day too. So then my cousin, in the middle of eleventh grade, she started to come to the school, and it was just me and my cousin. And I finally, I finally had somebody who who I knew that was going to the school. Her, my cousin Shannon. So twelve. So. 11th grade year ended and 12th grade year came. And 12th grade year, I had got eye surgery. So I was out of school. I wasn't there the first week and a half of September. Yeah, yeah. So once I got back to the school, I had conflict with one of my classes. It was... um Mastel, the computer class. It was the very last computer class, so I had came and there was no more seats for me. The class was probably overpopulated full. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, what am I gonna do? This class is over full. Nobody wanted to get up for me. They said, oh, you you got friends? I say, yeah, my, my boy colleague over there, my boy Kevin over there. And they say, they seem like they're, they're partners. I said, really? <laughs> so I had to get a schedule change. And I never got a schedule change. I had to go to the office. And during this time, my nephew, he had started the school too as a freshman. So I had two people that I knew in the school, you know, my family. So I started to feel, started to feel what everybody else felt. Because a lot of people, they came into the school with their family or people that they grew up with. So 
Um, I went to get my schedule changed downstairs. And when I went, I went to the office. I didn't even know the office was there. <laughs> I guess, I guess until you do it, you will know. Cause like first, the first floor was majority offices. There weren't basically classrooms on the first floor on one side. It was until you get to the other side. I think we had a couple of classes. But anyway, um, so I had went, I changed my classroom and I had changed my classroom to My whole schedule had changed. I had um, I had ended up with music with Tima. I had ended up doing um, virtual reality, Miss NTN, the um, virtual enterprise class, and that was good because my cousin was actually in that class. So, um, with that class. It had meant I also had did Spanish. They had changed my Spanish. The the time for my Spanish, the time for for everything. So um, it was it was different. You know the the virtual enterprise class was was not the same. And oh, and I had um, kept creative writing with Miss Sebo in the mornings. So. Creative writing was basically an advanced region class. Um, so we basically would just write poems, <laughs> write how we feel. She'll give us something. To, she'll give us something to write on the board, and then we'll respond. And with that class, I was a little nervous to get up there and read my poetry every time. So. With me being nervous to read my poetry, I almost either never went or I had Miss Siegel read for me. So that was how that class went. And then I remember also having like Bathurst, um, this guy named Mr. Rodriguez. But then the schedules changed because I have music. So I the music class was very easy. Like, the guy was just giving out hundreds for no reason. Like me, I think I got 90s because I definitely was not putting in the work. But I was still passing. I would say that like my 12th grade year was was pretty, pretty easy. I was, <laughs> I think when I look back on my transcript, senior year, the report card was just fabulous. And then, of course, you know, you go to high school, you get these regents. And I had to do the Spanish regions because I had Spanish class. So I had to do the Spanish regions I had passed. I had the math B, I had the math A, global history. My global history class was like a war zone. Every day, security had to be called for that class. The kids were out of hand. The kids was out of hand, bro. Like, it was not one day. Maybe it was a couple days, but especially when the especially when we had substitute teachers, 
It was worse. Because nobody, the substitutes can't even handle us. It was just like animals breaking out of cages. <laughs> and I just sat there and I just watched the whole thing. Of course, I had a lot of people who were like jokesters. I had um, a lot of aggressive girls that was in my class. A lot of guys who were who were troublemakers and people that would just start trouble. No, I I kind of disliked it when when they had substitutes only because <laughs> you know the class was out of control and. I was a fan of learning, but you know, as time went on, I started to do like everybody else and invite my friends to the classes. So in 12th grade year, you no, know, I was just trying to get up out of there. I think I, I felt good that everybody knew me and everybody knew who I was and treated me better than it was the previous years. But I could care. I could care less. I just wanted the time to go. So, like, I remember they had um, people running for class presidents, and people were suggesting me to go run as a as a class president against Simon and Melsa. I was like, nah. Number one, I ain't doing public speaking. Number two, I barely care. They was trying to get me involved in the yearbook. I was like, nah. I just, I just didn't want to be involved, like, behind the scenes doing these things, like, you know, get in my classes, go to lunch, go to gym, hang out with my boys, and it was good because during this time, like, my 12th grade year, I had my, I had my bro Kevin, I had my bro Khalid, and we used to, like, go to school and take the train downtown, downtown Brooklyn, and walk around for a couple of hours, come back. So, you know, my, by the time my 12th grade year came, I felt full. Like, I felt like I belonged in the school. But it started like in 11th grade, basically. So, by the time... So, there was a, so by the time um, the senior activities came, I dressed up for... Um, I dressed up for, for 80s day. I had a little fro. <laughs> um, I did the Valentine's Day pitch. I think we had I think we had a couple of Valentine's Day dances. And I had went to one. I don't know if it was my 12th grade year or 11th grade year. But yeah, they had they had Robeson parties. I just I just didn't attend all of them. I think I attended one out of all the time I've been there. Um yeah, so, you know, this is, it was time for the senior trip and everybody's all excited. No, I told everybody, no, I don't want to go to the senior trip. I barely, I barely like y'all. If I went to the senior trip, I would have went, went, went with somebody, you know, because like I was just replaying all the freaking stuff that the kids was doing to me over the years like i had a rough time during the classes at Robeson versus outside of the classes be it the lunchroom the hallways and you know other places i used to hang out in the school so i was not going to miami with them and i didn't i didn't go i didn't go to miami with them 
for this in your trip? No, my problem is, is that by the time twelfth grade came, I didn't have a I didn't have a shorty. So prom was coming up and I had tried to I had tried to pull off asking girls around the school that I thought had liked me to go to prom. But little did I know that these girls were either had boyfriends in the school or outside the school. Most of them in the school. I just didn't know who they were. So no my mom was telling me that she wanted me to, to take my cousin. I was like, no, don't, no, no, no. I don't want people, people going to remember this. I'm going to know my cousin. No, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's a true story. Um, I had definitely declined it. No, I decided, we decided I was just going to go by myself. You know, and I, and I showed up by myself, you know, to the prom. And my boy, Aaron King Talk Sands, <laughs> was there with my classmate Trina. <laughs> so we ended up all getting some pictures together, you know, just off of that. Also, rest in peace to, to Michael Willoughby. You know, he was definitely he was definitely turned up with me in prom too. So, um, you know, with the ladies, of course. So Prom, prom was cool. No, no. The the rest of the year was like I felt like I felt like I I walked through the school. I felt like I knew everybody. Even the the security guards were giving me some respect because you know they see me. They see me around. People was. Let me skip them on the line in the mornings, man. I felt like I felt like I was a king in that school. But ideally, it came time to vote for the yearbook, and I didn't win none of the categories. I was I was I was honorable mention for two, but yearbook came out good. We had went outside to do the little 2007, and the person shot it from the top of the roof. That was a nice. That was a, that was a cool, that was a chilly day. I remember I had my jet my coat on. Um. Yeah. So um. My my high school experience was kind of. Here and there, it was okay. But I go back; it's I will go back into time. I would like to relive it, but I would like to to change it a little bit, like be more bold, be more stand up for myself. Because it was a lot of it was a lot of stuff that happened. I almost never had; I almost had a fight a couple times because these kids, like these kids, was relentless, and it was bad because you would see them every day. You see them every day, you know, between the guys that were trying to bully me around, the um, the girls who just was just saying, "Oh, I don't like him." Why you try to? I got it. I try to talk to a girl in the lunchroom. She embarrassed me. 
I tried to talk to a girl about her locker. She walked away like that. That that destroyed my confidence at that time because it it made me not want to approach people. Try again, but you know, you live and you learn. So graduation came. Graduation, no, it was cool. People were. We were all sitting in the audience. We had, we had it at BMCC, I think, in Manhattan. Yeah. Nice of you know, there was people performing at graduation. Classmates, people that was from the year performing. Um, I know Anastasia was the, was the valedictorian. I forgot who was the salutatorian at this point. She gave a shout out to her, her boyfriend Kendall. That was that was very sweet. Yeah. So like people were singing, people was performing, people was dancing. And graduation was where We walked across that stage, I did a little jump. Got my diploma from my principal, Mr. Weston, shake the rest of the staff hand. And got up out of there, man. Like, four years. I, I did four years. I, there was a lot of super seniors in, in my high school, Paul Robeson. But I was just, I knew I was going to do four years. I knew I was going to graduate. I had no doubt in my, my mind that I was going to get out of there in the fourth year. Because I had a guidance counselor that was telling me that I was on the, on the verge to graduate from... 11th grade, I had to go to this goddess counselor. So I kind of knew what was going on. Kind of knew. So yeah. Um, this was my high school journey. My high school story. And I enjoyed it. Enjoyed every bit of it. You know, I had my ups and downs. You know, I told y'all a couple of stories that I can remember. You know, 20 years... September 2003 is when I started Robeson. And now it's freaking October 2023. Ain't that something? You no, know, a lot of my classmates, you know, they, I still see them on social media. They let they're doing good. They in their careers, whatever. You know, some, you only know what you see. So maybe not everybody's doing as good as you think. But, you know, it's good to see everybody alive. You just, we lost Michael Willoughby back in 2008. You know, it was a very sad thing. I had went to the funeral. You no, know, um, we had lost Miss NTN, I think, the year after. My um, virtual enterprise teacher, Mage, the, the gym teacher, had shot himself because he was under investigation for um, messing with young girls in the school. And it was all over the news. Like, at one point, Paul Robeson High School was all over the news every year for something. I remember a teacher came in um, drunk. One of the staff came in drunk. No, they had uh, they had found weed at the side of the school. No. And 
people were actually having sex on the stairways in the school and in the back of the gym. So yeah, it was, it was it was a crazy school. Like being being positioned around projects and in the heart of Crown Heights, a couple of blocks from Bed Stuy, you had all those type of bad kids, negative energy coming to the school, guys and girls. Um, yeah, like it. It was an experience, and no, I would like to. No, I wish I had a time machine to to see it again. Like we had a lot of, we had a lot of baddies at the school. We had a lot of cute girls. No, not only for my year, but all years. And the school is the school had a lot of kids. Like, I remember when I when I applied to four ropes, and I think they said it had it the you know the school book where you picked the where you picked the um, the high schools. I think it said at that time we had like um up to three thousand kids or something like that. Probably was more, but yeah. So back to back to my senior trip. You know, everybody was talking about the senior trip after my cousin Shannon's had went. My boy Kevin had went. <laughs> Me and colleagues didn't go. We didn't care. My boy Kevin, they was getting on him because he kept calling me <laughs> while they was on the trick, t- telling him what they did. And they was getting mad. I was like, yo, why are you calling Roderick? He's not here. <laughs> if he if he wanted to be here, he would have been here and would have known what's going on. You give him the inside scoop. So I'm like, damn, really? That won't say that about me. <laughs> so yeah. High school was a time. And yeah, this was my high school experience. And this is start time. I'm out. This is the Star Roddy Ride, and I'm the host of Star Time. So I want to tell y'all about this awesome show that I'm on called the Premier Boys Podcast, where it's just me and three other brothers, Ken Mr. Gentleman, Ken Talk Aaron Sands, and Long Live the Chief Mally Mal, discussing topics of the culture and our opinions, latest news topics latest stories, scandals, and we have a lot of fun doing this, you know? We talk our own opinions. Sometimes it's real raw, real raunchy, and sometimes it's just it's just fun and game. So, you know, listen to it with an air, you know, of, of enjoyment. We, we, we're here to entertain, you know? We talk about topics of the news. We talk about reviews of shows. We just talk about anything from music to current events and everything in between. So you can catch us on Wednesdays on all streaming platforms with the exception of Spotify. So after you listen to this, go right ahead and listen and subscribe 
to the Premier Boys Podcast. Recommended by me, the Star Roddy Rod of Star Time. All right. It's Star Time. And yeah, that was my high school experience, Robe Head. So um, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for checking out. You no. Know, me talking about my high school experience. <laughs> it was good. It was good taking y'all back down memory lane as much as I could. Well, 20 years later, I probably got a sharp memory because I remembered a lot. You know, especially when things are happening to you. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Check me out on Instagram at star.timeroddy. And Roddy's R-O-D-D-Y. No, make sure you sh- um, like, share, subscribe to wherever you're listening to. We're on Good Pods, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, and much more. And make sure you check me out alongside Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman, on the Old School Show every fourth Thursday. Part of his spin-off series Thursdays. But also come back and check out Star Time next Monday where we have another new episode with a special guest where we dive more into Robeson for Robeheads. Yeah. So I'll see y'all next time. Peace. Hey, what up? This is Aaron Sands, and you are now listening to the Star Time with Roddy Rock.